whether or not we use this in the episode or we want to use this upcoming is fine. Uh, I'd like to tell you two gentlemen as friends that Laura is pregnant again. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go back and listen to all the early episodes and <laughs> try to get myself reined back in. This is Dad Jokes, a podcast about fatherhood from Scott, Joey, and Karen. All right, so Joey, yeah, take us to the beginning. How did this happen? Well, Garrett, when a man and a woman love each other very much. <laughs> okay, skip it forward a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it. Uh, we had been talking on and off, I think, uh, for about four or five months. I think we both knew we kind of uh, didn't feel done it to and were, were interested in a, a bigger family. And, uh, yeah, now we have a third baby coming. What, what? Oh, that's exciting. I am filling up this minivan so hard. I would say multiple children for you is right, especially since you've invested into the minivan. <laughs> is it just because of the van? Uh, primarily, yeah. Not going to lie. <laughs> Not going to lie. I mean, no, I'm curious, what else have like, you got what, to what lose you... at this point? You know what I mean? Well, that was kind of, well, A, my philosophy with having another kid was like one to two was a, was a, zero to one was a big transition. One kid to two kid, I think, was a bigger transition. But, but, but Mm -hmm. I've now lived the transition and one of my kids is in kindergarten and the other one is just a pure agent of chaos and that's never going to change. So... You know, like, right. it, why not? It still makes sense. It, it timing-wise made sense. You're going to be outnumbered, though. That's fine. I mean, True. I have more than enough arm, like, arm span reach, wingspan. I have more than enough wingspan to grab two kids at different corners of the room. Hmm. Like Mr. Fantastic. This. Exactly. Like Mr. Fantastic, but, you know, I could probably make a good Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. Unlike them. <laughs> Well, congratulations. I'm sure I've already said it. Thanks, but. buddy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I like I appreciate it because I know we were talking like, okay, we we've, we've got the, you know, that we're, we're picking back up with the podcast, and you know, worried that it wasn't going to be very exciting anymore, and we were like, <laughs> man, we, we really need someone um, needs to have a kid, a, a new baby, and <laughs> that's that's you taking one for the team, and I appreciate that. The thing is, though, we should probably have been. Um, a little bit more clear about who is doing that because um, True. we are also having another baby. What? <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, this show is going to get so good. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know what's better than one one new baby, two new babies, right? We're going to be going through things in like lockstep. Congrats! Awesome. That's get, awesome. Wow. Garrett, what's um, new your I house? just want to. I just want to <laughs> clear the air. When we had the brosectomy um discussion however long ago that was that was that was real life for me so i'm just saying if we get pregnant it's gonna be a fluke it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real shocker to everyone we'll, we'll, we'll say that, that for season have a lot three of about yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. oh boy wow okay so much so much change so now so joey you oh, said man. uh the the jump from 
from one to two yeah. was bigger <laughs> than zero to one. And I was not under the impression that that was the case. So I need you to oh. expand on that a little bit. Yeah, no, that Man. is that is the case. Imagine yeah. that you're dealing with what you think is now the new normal of your life, parenthood, and it's one kid, and you can give them all your attention, and everything's easily focused, and it's all neat and tidy, and you're like, oh, I've got this figured out. This is what parenting is. Take that and then light it on fire and then put a baby next to it. That's having a second kid. It totally changes the way you have to parent because you are now going to essentially anytime you and your children are alone, they outnumber you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just a one-on-one -on -one interaction. Mm -hmm. There's always a tertiary level interaction going on around you that you have less control over than the original one. It creates such a unique like dynamic. It totally changes the focal point of how you parent, right? Because now it's not about like this one perfect little angel, right? It's about keeping both these children alive throughout the course of the day. It's totally a different dynamic. Uh, yeah. Garrett, I'm not making this up, am I? No. You go from being a parent to being a referee by about the time that they're six months old. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just a new, it's just a new way of, it's just the new, it's just a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they get older, it's like, we're getting into all of the fighting. It's like, I didn't know this happened so soon. I thought we had 10 years before this would occur, but it's just different. It is. But you've got a lot of the, you got a lot of the core shit out of the way, you know, like learning what it means to be a parent or to have like a baby. You're done with that. You're good. Now it's just balancing. You're just throwing a, just throwing another life in the mix. No big deal. And it's like, you know, with your first kid where you like plot specifically of like, this is how my day has to go and we're going to nap here and this, 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 this. Once you add an additional kid to that mix, but you're still shuffling like your other kid getting older and doing activities and doing other stuff, you will learn that your uh, second child can sleep anywhere standing up in the corner like a horse. <laughs> They're just they're they're second children and 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 onward are way more just like portable handbags. Yeah. You just kind of bring them with you everywhere you go. Somewhat sentient handbags. It's kind of true. So okay, let's start getting into the details, girls. Um, did you find out gender? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got another boy. Is it a? Another boy. Yeah. All right. Two boys is great. They're best friends. They love each other. They beat the crap out of each other. It's great. They love it. That's the that's the hope. <sighs> Joey, did you guys find out? Um, we found out. Well, we have the information on an envelope in the fridge. We have not opened it yet. Oh, that's um, that takes a lot of restraint. We are playing a high-stakes game of chicken, and no one will flinch. Do you have a plan for it, or is it just kind of like whenever you decide that you might yeah, want to open we, it, you will? It, you know, if we decide we want to know, we'll open it and look. Um, we never found out with either of the other boys. Oh, okay. So we never found out with any pregnancy whether or not this was or it was not. And we kind of went back and forth here because it's a third kid, so, you know, okay, if it's a girl— we got to figure out like a new thing and, and how do you parent a girl? I mean, it can't be that different. And then we think like, okay, now it's a 
but it's if it's a boy, like we've got this figured out and you know, we still have mostly decent clothes that haven't been destroyed by two kids. Like, there's a lot of things that either way I'm good with. Um, so yeah, I don't really, I don't really want to find out because then I feel like if I find out, I'm gonna just be like disappointed one way or the other. Mm-hmm. The reason we never found out is like I think uh, Laura wanted a girl and I wanted a boy from the beginning, and we were concerned that one of us was going to be depressed for f- four months. It's hard to be depressed when they just like hand you a baby and they're like, yeah. hey, here's a kid. So I'm not going to find out until it's handed to me. Unless, of course, my wife, uh, who I love and is also pregnant, decides we're opening it because I'm not going to lose or even try to win that argument. Uh, now, is it high enough up on the fridge that it cannot be opened Ooh. or grabbed by your other kids? Yeah, it's actually up on the top half of the fridge. So to get to it, they would have to essentially get their stool like their their kitchen helper stool that we built them they'd have to get that climb onto the counter get next to the microwave and then reach up and grab this off the like kind of side back of the fridge so okay yeah, I think so it's sort of an oceans two situation then yeah definitely but but also there's like a lot of yeah weird gymnastics involved so yeah it'll be good i'm, I'm excited to see the kids try to get it excellent do they seem to care no, they don't know it's there. Um, they do have a preference, though. Uh, my older son keeps saying he wants a girl, and my younger son keeps saying he wants it to be a puppy. So <laughs> Somebody's bound to be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially two people are dis- could get disappointed. <laughs> How are we feeling? Um, feeling good? Feeling nervous? Feeling prepared? What what's the situation? I gotta tell you, third pregnancies are weird. Laura and I are learning this is a little different because, like, with your first pregnancy, it's the only thing you think about, and then with your second pregnancy, it's still really important and really special, and you're just like, you know, you include the other child in it. It's a whole thing, and then you get to a third pregnancy, and as Laura and I have both court, sort of discovered here, sometimes we forget she's pregnant. Hmm. <laughs> Like Even we're she running does. around, we have both kids. Yeah, I mean, now she's not because, you know, she's she's reaching the uh, last couple of months here. So, but for a while, like, she honestly would, like, just run around and be just winded. And she's like, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting I'm pregnant. Or, <laughs> like, someone will be, someone at work will say something to me about, like, oh, when's the baby due? I'm like, what baby? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, it's weird. It just totally changes, like, the way you look and think about that. That's not like we forget she's pregnant and she drinks a bottle of wine or something like that. Like, it's right. not that Right, of course, of course. It's just, like, simple things. We're just like, oh, yeah, we're having a third kid. Um, like, we were moving the, the seats in the van around to put uh, some cargo in there. And we're like, oh, we're going to have to start leaving this row of seats up. Like, that's the way that a third pregnancy operates. It's just, like, small tiny adjustments you have to make to an already chaotic life right scott what about you yours is third second pregnancy is pretty exciting yeah i mean i think i thought there would be like a little bit of the you know sense of like um i don't want to say old hat but like i i remember um i mean just like being in there with like uh seeing the ultrasound for the first time this time um and that sort of thing was like 
just as exciting. So I don't know. I mean, it's pretty similar to the first time, I would say, on that front. Yeah, first and second felt really similar. Yeah. Third has just been its own thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, it makes sense because there's so many other things that you're juggling and you've done this before and you know it and it just feels comfortable. Like, I honestly feel like if you just gave me a six-hour lead time that I could have the house ready in six hours because it's already just designed for kids. I just got to move one crib into a different room. Like, it's, I feel like I'm just, I guess old hat's a good expression, but it just feels like so routine now that I'm totally ready to do this. Wait, is this how the Duggars ended up having like 20 kids? Because they're just like, eh, what's one more? Like it just it just becomes... Yeah, yeah. it's like, of course, well, of course. Why not? Well, now that raises a unique point because... I have um, a coworker who just had his fourth kid and uh, his wife and I were talking over the weekend and she was just saying how like she thought she was done at four, but she's like, now I feel like we could add a fifth. And I'm like, oh man, that's a real thing. Like I always just assumed that was something weird on TV. It seems like there's some, some truth here, Garrett. Hmm. I think they say that about tattoos too. <laughs> it's like you go and you get one and then you know the next one's a little bit easier and and after like three or four it's just like i might as well get a sleeve okay so so i'm gonna say that i don't think the transition from two kids to three kids is hard for a lot of reasons right i'm not moving that much stuff around we're pretty much already set up but one to two kids that's a big undertaking and setup what uh oh yeah what's going on in the household especially with one bathroom thinking maybe Ah. Yeah, there. That's where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem we're gonna deal with when it comes, I guess. Now we're gonna. We've got a guest room right now that um, that I'm recording in. Uh, that is going to be um, the new nursery. So um, back on that again, like like during the first season we recorded. Uh, there is this is the room that has like our our back door outside of the back of the house so we're uh, we're probably gonna have a little bit of work done um, to uh, basically knock out a bay window off of our kitchen and turn that into like a you know exit door okay um, so that we don't have okay. to you know only have so that feels door. like a that feels like we're 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 hunkering down and staying here at least for the foreseeable future kind of decision. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it like precludes us from doing something different. I mean, it's the sort of thing that we would probably want to do for resale value anyway. Um, because this room that we're going to be turning into a nursery is kind of like a weird pass through room right now. Uh, it's got like, okay. Yeah, it's got like two interior doors, a closet and an exterior door. So, um, what is odd? Yeah. It's, it's kind of strange. There's a lot of houses around here like it's- that. So, I mean, not the, a lot of wall space over no, there. Is no, there? there isn't. So, like, you know, the extent to which we can uh, make it more of a functional, true, like, bedroom, it will be good regardless of, uh, you know, how long we're here. I was going to say, after after you have, like, another, once you're on your Duggar way, you're going to have to build a new house anyway. So, you might as well just make the best of it, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't know that we're going to be uh, continuing on after this, though. <laughs> ah, this is, uh, this is it. I don't know. I mean, we've talked about, you know, like the 
very slight possibility of one more, but that, no, no Duggar situation here. Maybe brosectomies will be in Nashville by then. Do you think that if Scott and I go to get vasectomies at the same time, they'll give us a group rate? <laughs> I do. We can always try. What if we got somebody to sponsor this thing? I can't tell if what you're suggesting is we uh, essentially record the audio of you or I getting a vasectomy. No, that's interesting too, though. I, no, I was saying like, what if they sponsored the podcast and then we could use some sort of like offer code? Oh, okay. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Do they normally like uh, being sponsored by people who made a lot of fun of them? <laughs> well, here's the other option, though, that I thought you were going with was like someone sponsoring the vasectomy. Like, okay, you know, Joey gets a snip snip sponsored by Arby's. Or maybe more like hmm. supercuts. I like the I like the idea of supercuts. I like I the just... expression snip snip. <laughs> Easy in and out, you know, affordable. No bells and whistles. Very functional. Someone who's done it a couple times. And that's about it. That sounds like my kind of vasectomy place. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking of haircuts, um, so we, we actually took our kid to, uh, to like one of those kids haircut places. Oh yeah. Not too long ago to get his haircut. It's very nice. Like very pleasant. There wasn't a whole lot of people there. Um, but there were, there were a few others. Have you guys done that before? Yeah, the the ones where it's like the chairs are like little cars and you can... Yeah, and like an airplane or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, these ones also all had like an individual like TV set in front of them. Ooh. And they all had like Netflix, which on the one hand seems great because you can just put something on and like they zone out and don't freak out about getting their hair cut. But when you think about like six different versions of of some garbage kids Netflix show playing at the same yeah. time in a yeah. small room, um, it, it quickly loses its luster. It was How terrible. out of sync can the Trolls show audio be with it? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, otherwise very, very pleasant experience, but that was challenging. So will you, will, will you go back or was that enough of a, of a pain point for you as a consumer? I don't know. I mean, I think that it depends a little bit on like, um, you know, we can try uh, a place that's like not a kid's place and, and see how well he does. And, uh, you know, if that's awful, then maybe we go back to the other one with the TVs. Yeah, I mean, we've gone we've gone to the same kids haircut place pretty much the whole time with both our kids. Um, mostly because we actually really like the way the woman who works there cuts our son's hair, both of their hairs. Uh, but she's pretty good. One of the things that they have, though, is they have these iPads. So it's the similar situation. But for whatever reason, the iPads are always on mute. So if you're watching a show, I don't know, not for watching, whatever reason, for very, well, very good for reason. A, well, for what I now understand is a very clear reason. Um, yeah. So so the audio's off. 
So like you're watching PJ Mask with no audio, essentially. Um, and uh, yeah, we like it, but uh, it's a lot quieter. It sounds like. <laughs> This is this is uh, off topic, but currently my my younger son has uh, a bandaid on his forehead. My two, almost two and a half year old had his first ER visit. Oh no! Oh no! What happened? What happened? Yeah, he uh, he was on the playground um, at a park near our house and uh, just tripped and fell and came down the wrong way and, and split open his forehead. Um, oh man. And you know, head injuries for forehead bleeds, forehead bleeds really easily. Uh, so he had to get four stitches and, uh, he got four stitches. He got to watch a Mickey mouse while they put stitches in and ate a popsicle. And I'm told he really didn't fight that much. That's good. (laughs) Wow. um, Who was there? Who was there for that? Laura, Laura was with him. Um, Laura was actually took him to the playground to play, so she was there when it happened. Um, and she, she called me, and she was kind of just like in a panic mode, and and what do I do? And this, this, this. I'm like, oh no, this is easy. I've been planning. I I know this kid. I've been planning this day for two years. Um, <laughs> like I knew this child was going to lend himself in the ER with just blood issues. So I'm like, all right, if it's a head, if it's a head one, go to go to this hospital. They've got. They've got that plastics unit upstairs in case it's deep and it's a stitches thing. It's hilarious, like how well thought out this had this was. <laughs> I had an apocalyptic style like survival bug out plan. How what happens when my younger son finally injures himself? Ah, uh, ah! Uh, what? <laughs> you just sent the picture. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. Sorry, guys. I just sent you the picture of uh, oh, my son. Oh no, my no, son no, 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 Before he got no. his stitches. No, I'm not gonna do well in this scenario. That looks traumatizing for me. I... <laughs> Scott, what do you think of that photo? Oh man, I was having trouble. I was I was trying to close the photo after opening it, and it just kept making it bigger and zooming in and zooming in. <laughs> So that was that was traumatizing for me. I was trying to think like I might be brave in the situation where blood is coming out of my kid's head. I was like I was I was kind of getting into the idea that I would be all right. And then I saw the picture and I went absolutely not. I am not going to be okay if this happens on my watch. There's no way. Garrett, there's probably a a Daniel Tiger episode that you can watch to prepare for that situation. <laughs> I doubt it. There's a song about being brave in there, Garrett. Yeah, daddies have to be brave when their kids get injured and there's blood all over. It doesn't really rhyme, but it's a good song. We should write some Daniel Tiger screenplays for dads about, like, how to be a better parent on stuff. So we could have one of, like, how do you handle blood? Or, like, another one of, like, what happens when bedtime turns into a two-hour showdown? That would be good. It would be really cool to have some Daniel Tigers from a dad's perspective. We'd call it Daddy Tiger. Mm, that's a different thing. <laughs> I heard it when I said it. <laughs>